So, welcome to Let's Talk Learning, um, the space where learning comes alive. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Amy, and together we're part of the National Learning Group, a team dedicated to transforming the way that students learn through one-to-one tuition. In this podcast, we're going beyond the classroom to discuss innovative and effective educational strategies with insights from colleagues, experts, and real experiences from tutors and learners. And every week, we're going to explore different topics, drawing on our experiences at the National Learning Group to bring you insights, debates, and perspectives in the world of education. Whether you're navigating the challenging world of education or looking to enhance your learning journey, we're here to share, explore and learn together. So let's dive into today's topic, which is the evolution of teaching online. So Amy, we were talking about this earlier and you asked me a really good question. What was it like when I was at school um, in terms of, was there any technology? Yeah. And... To be honest, there really wasn't very much. We're talking um, mid-1980s, early 1990s. So mid-1980s, there was one acorn computer in the corner of the geography classroom. And I remember, because it was a boarding school, whenever we um, had any free time, there'd be a fight to get on on the computer. And I think we played some very basic games on it. And then as I went to secondary school, so that would be late 80s, going to early 90s, we started to have language labs and things like that. Um, And then when I was at university, the computer was still a bit of a novelty. Email was a novelty. Um, We were asked to go and do a training course, just a basic one, so we knew how to work email, literally. That's awful speak, because email, I thought, has been around for decades. Yeah. I, I think it was really launched... So when was I at university? 94 to 98. Yeah. So around the mid-90s, I think. And I think email had been something that was an internal thing. And then it, suddenly it, there was this explosion of all these companies like Yahoo. Um, and no one knew what it was. And it was all this exciting thing. And I remember having my first email account and being a little bit scared <laughs> of it. Um I did all my essays, I hand wrote my essays, really lots of them, and then eventually I word processed them. Yeah. Some people would go to the university library and use computers there, but it wasn't a thing to have your own. So the last essay that I wrote was probably about 10 years ago now. So, so tell us what it was like when you were in school. Well, it seems massively different to when, when you were at school. So I think... When I was at school, initially it was the early 2000s, and you mentioned having access to one computer. I think we had two ITT suites across the school, and I don't think we had iPads at that stage, so early 2000s I think we had the two ITT suites, and then we at least had one ITT lesson a week, and that would be predominantly on paint. Maybe we had Microsoft Word and we were just using the keyboard to get ourselves familiarised with the different systems and softwares that we had available. And then we went to secondary, And I think around the time that I went to secondary was around the time that the iPhone, the iPads came into kind of mainstream technology. So they were really accessible. I think we had a group of iPads for the whole school that we could share. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started to look at different artists on iPads. And then really when technology came into the forefront of my educational experience was throughout my university experience. Now, this was... 
oh, going back a bit now. Not as far as me. Not not as far (laughs) as you, but still a little while ago. um, So it was around the time of COVID and everything was online. So my first semester when it was in person, every essay that we had to submit, every assignment that we had to do, all online, Mm -hmm. all typed. We never had to write anything, never had to draw any diagrams. It was all online as well. And then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And that's when you really saw the change from this, okay, we'll use online technology to aid learning to we're going to depend on it now. It was this whole shift from, uh, okay, to dependency on online technology. And was it organised effectively, would you say, at that stage? Well, no. I wouldn't necessarily say that my university course was organised effectively, but I think that was due to a lack of experience with it. And it was more of a, okay, we're not prepared for this, but we have to now. Whereas I feel like if you're really prepared for online learning and it's at the core of what you do, it can really be organised, managed and delivered effectively. It was just my personal experience at university wasn't and that's why it's an evolution because absolutely also a revolution i'd say i'd argue in terms of teaching and learning yeah um covid was this kind of watershed moment where um everybody parents students teachers Mm. schools universities colleges all decided that this was this was the where mm-hmm. where it was going. This is the future of yeah. teaching, kind mm-hmm. of like AI teachers, which is a yeah. bit frightening. And the thing is, as well, that the people that were organising all of this change when COVID happened weren't as familiar with technology as what I would consider our generation to yeah. be. You know, when we were asked to go onto Zoom and things, you'd often have the lecturers being like, "Oh, sorry, I was late. I was just figuring out how to work Zoom." And we were all like. and there is this generational divide when it comes to online technology you've mentioned there that your generation um way back when (laughs) well we were the transitional yeah exactly it was introduced when you were first in school and you're not going to be as familiar unless you you do it as a, a job with all these new methods that are brought out because children today these new methods are kind of tested on them you know you see these new apps that are brought in you see these new learning platforms that are brought in and they're the generational guinea pigs because they've got so much exposure to it. Whereas we were, you know, often, I suppose you were an afterthought as such because you just get thrown into it. Yeah, we definitely, and we have to adapt. Yeah. So going back to the evolution of all this. So mm. when I first started teaching, mm-hmm. which is 99, basically, wow. um, I think I mentioned to you. That was the year I was born. Uh, <laughs> It made me feel old, Amy, but um, we were still using those yeah. scrolly blackboards with yeah. chalk. I remember still getting black, white chalk wow. and my cardigans and stuff like that. But, uh, not even whiteboards with markers? No, no, markers. no not, in, not where I was training. Wow. And actually, when I first started working yeah. in the school, I was working in still the same rolly boards. But wow. eventually, it was all changed. There was still OHPs, but projectors eventually started to come in and gradually... Um, desktops in classrooms and eventually it was the smart boards and um compute like um, laptops but it was all all a development and I ended up my previous job working in a school where they actually were quite far ahead of the game in terms of working with Microsoft um to deliver blended learning and to use OneNote and the Surface um, and we work very closely with Microsoft to kind of make sure that 
it all worked yeah. fluidly for it. But this yeah. was before COVID. I think then I left the school in 2019 mm. and COVID hit the following year. And I think all of that prep that we had done without knowing actually prepared the school for COVID, yeah. for the online learning. But you were kind of around for the integration of technology into teaching in, in yeah. the classroom. Yeah. Whereas in my teacher training, it was in every lesson yeah. and every single assignment or piece of work or topic had to have a piece of work submitted on an iPad and that was in every school that I was on a placement in and every every classroom I've taught in so you know the, the one school that I was at every single piece of submitted work had to have some sort of component that the students had taken or captured on an iPad or drawn on an iPad and that baffled me because that wasn't around when I was in school but it was to show that they were competent with technology mm. and that's such a big thing in today's modern society is having that familiarity with different pieces of technology um which I didn't think was something that was looked for in schooling and ironically why are exams still written on paper that's exactly. that's for another mm -hmm. day yeah um but um I'd say Covid then has mm. launched this the need for organized online tuition and mm. that's where the market for homeschooling, for um, university courses, mm -hmm. for for one to one tuition, yeah. um, has come about, yeah. and that's why we have companies like NLG. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the compound annual growth rate of online tuition was expected to grow in twenty twenty one to twenty twenty six by twelve percent, and I think it's increased now. And that is obviously at the start of COVID. That's why those figures were brought about because it showed the need for it. And when I mentioned my university experience there, I said that it wasn't well organised. Companies like the NLG, whose sole purpose is to provide organised and structured and amazing one-to-one -one tuition, can really thrive and have really thrived because they're offering structured sessions, organised sessions with high, highly experienced tutors and teachers alike across multiple subjects. Yeah. And... and that also helps and complements mm. the education they're getting in school, if, if the students are getting the education in school. Yeah. But it means that they have access to, as you say, one-to-one -one tailored yeah. tuition, which is something that, if depending on the school they're in, they're yeah. not going to get no. in a classroom with 30 students. No. When I was in the classroom, there were so many times and so many occasions where students would reach out for support and you would walk around the class and you'd mark the work in, in, in the class to save time and you'd identify misconceptions but you don't have time to sit there with every single student and give them their undivided attention and help them out so you can give them points and you can give them tips you can stop the class if there's multiple ones but you're never ever going to reach every student in that one hour session you've got and it's it's quite, it's not heartbreaking, well, it's, it's, it does affect you because you want to make sure that every child's getting the best learning experience. And when you can't sit there and give them your undivided attention, it is hard because you're there to teach them at the end of the day. And if you don't do that fully, it's, it's hard when you finish a lesson. And that's where one-to-one -one tutoring really sets itself apart because you can give your undivided attention to that child for a whole hour. You can address the misconceptions. You can give them feedback on the call and learning happens so much quicker because they have your sole attention for that whole period it develops their confidence yeah and essentially it's making what would be a private yeah. education accessible to all yeah um and i think that's really the gift mm -hmm. that online tuition gives plus yeah. it reduces the need to be in a particular area because yeah. online tuition ensures that you can have experts yeah who you know it doesn't matter where they're living 
mm-hmm. within the UK, they can still deliver what you need. Mm-hmm. So that's where the NLG has, mm-hmm. has kind of really come to the fore and has provided organised yeah. online tuition. So then, Amy, so we're going to just give a little insight into the origins of NLG. Yes. And I know that you and I weren't here at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, and in future podcasts, we can talk to people who were. Um, do you know where it all started? Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked quite a lot about COVID mm. um, during this episode. And the origins of NLG start really around then or slightly just before actually and so it was first um brought about in 2018 by the director oliver and it wasn't really until early 2019 Mm -hmm. where several tutors were brought on board and the concept really started to grow and i think that's because the need for online education and one-to-one tuition um was also starting to grow as well so it started with our first tutor and fellow tutor team manager jane and then it evolved into more tutors and now we have over 200 tutors um and initially it was just english and maths and now we are actually tutoring officially across nine subjects um however we do have a few ad hoc subjects as well um which hopefully we are going to officially launch very shortly and so the growth has been ex- exponential um, since 2018, um, growing from obviously one tutor to over 200, and I think we're at over a thousand students now as well. I know. Yeah, it's it's really doing well. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm guessing there were some challenges at first, um, in terms of you know establishing themselves in quite a busy market, but they're really to the fore now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've moved office as well. So originally they were in Hexham. I think it started with three. Three people, yeah. And now, as you talked about, um, we've got a yeah. thousand students, two hundred yeah. tutors, office staff of almost thirty. Yeah. I think when I joined, it was about twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so team. it's really developing um, through yeah. and providing uh, tailored provision. Yeah. Really well structured. Um, great support for mm-hmm. parents, students, and tutors, which I think is yeah. what. Um, defines it yeah. in, in in the market. Um, well, today we're talking about the evolution of online teaching and the National Learning Group are really pioneers of it because they started way before this whole need for online yeah. education mm-hmm. was made apparent by COVID. It started before all this and it's kind of led the charge and set the tone for current educational companies that are offering the same thing because we use innovational softwares and systems we we go above and beyond for the tutors having a team of qualified professionals who are there to support the tutors and teachers who do currently tutor for us and you know we do inspire students to be the best they can be at NLG and you know that's what does really set us apart and technology and online teaching is never going to stop evolving you know the integration of AI into many softwares and systems is just going to keep on growing and the NLG embraces it could a could a student spend their whole educational lifetime with NLG? Oh, absolutely, because we offer from primary all the way up to adult tuition um, across nine subjects. You know, whatever avenue they decide to go down, we can accommodate for that. And um, we have qualified early year specialists, a highly experienced tutors, and then we also have tutors and teachers and um, scholars who can tutor across a wide range of, of levels. 
And what subjects are we now offering? So I know it's math and science. You're going to test me now because we're offering so many. English. Yeah, so math and science. Um, well, it was math and English to start with, That's and then recently science. And then we noticed that quite a few of our teachers and tutors had experience teaching humanities and modern foreign languages. And we thought that that was the next best avenue to go down. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how many softwares and systems can actually accommodate those different um, subjects. So we also offer um, English as a foreign language tuition. That's right. Um, ooh, really there's testing me now. Some links in China. There's links in China. Yes, absolutely. We've got international students. Um, and essentially it's going from strength to strength. Yeah. Who knows what we'll be teaching next? Who knows? Um, oh, we're looking at T-levels as well, aren't we? T-levels, yes, T-levels. We're going to touch base in a few more weeks, I think, on T-levels because it's something that... To be honest, a couple of weeks ago we knew nothing about. Yeah. Well, I, I I personally didn't, and it's something that's quite an exciting avenue to be explored. Yeah. For A level students or potentially A level students, and we're going to be able to clarify a lot of these questions that that you yeah. may have. Yeah. So I think we've had a good chat today, Amy, and I've probably spoken for too long. People will want to go and have their cups of tea and and uh, <laughs> lunches. Um, we will in the future have a Q and A section. We hope um, that these will be live at some point. Um, so what we'd like you to do is whatever channel you're watching this on, if you could leave a comment, um, and if that's not something you want to do you can get in contact with NLG and our details should be on the screen um, or you can always email us yeah we invite you to leave your thoughts yeah. and opinions because we want to discuss as many topics as possible in the world of education to help anyone with any queries or any questions that they do have so as Elizabeth said please do leave any questions or queries you have and we would be more than happy to discuss them at a later stage be lovely to do to do so um so that brings us to the end of this episode of let's talk learning thank you very much for joining us and we hope you found our discussion insightful and it's given you new i'm i'm reading this end <laughs> okay <Should we> start? <laughs> let's restart that bit we really do hope that you found the topic discussed insightful um, I know that we have we've had really fun talking about the evolution of online tutoring as we really do think it is at the heart of everything the NRG does and for any more interesting conversations and edu educational insights please um, follow the National Learning Group on our social media platforms we're on Facebook Instagram LinkedIn and TikTok sharing valuable resources and updates yeah we do have so many more exciting topics lined up we have so many expert guests that we're hoping to bring in and also some of our fellow colleagues parents and hopefully some of our tutors as well who are really versed in this world of online education um, and we're hoping that you alongside all of our wonderful colleagues will be part of this ever-growing community so please feel free to join us next time where we will discuss lots more wonderful topics and keep learning and growing together thank you bye, bye, -bye. <laughs>